Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. sure why I called I guess I really just wanted to talk to you and I was thinking maybe later on going back to our old ways Alex going back to some 70s classics I know we've probably done it before I'm sure we've done it before one of my favorites England English Dan and John Ford Coley Mm -hmm. that's who that is I think they're both deceased. Both deceased at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a young picture, and they yeah, weren't healthy then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's those guys in the 70s who everyone looked 52 when they were 27. Yeah. But a great song. And that's how we're going to start things off here on a Thursday, cover to cover. I don't know if you can tell by my voice. I actually went out last night. And we'll get to all that in a minute. But first off, I want to tell you why we're going back to our old ways and starting with 1976's uh, English Dan and John Ford Coley classic is because um, every now and again, I'll read, a, I'll, I'll come across a review, not even a review, a comment about this podcast. Now, what I've, what I do is sometimes I'll go over to Reddit. I haven't in a long time, but I was bored yesterday or something and i went over to reddit and somehow i get thrown into reddit beefs about heather mcdonald and jeff lewis and whatever's going on with earrings and i don't whatever's going on over there it's not my business but i somehow get thrown in <laughs> to all of it somehow because the reddit as alex says the reddit's it's, it's you know it's just for the haters yep yeah you know, that's what they go over there for and this is a page to hate on juicy scoop and somehow they throw us in um, most of it is love for us. Most of it is if someone throws us in, somebody people will go, "How dare you? We love that." But and then I understand that people will come over to cover to cover, and they they're not fans of it. And I and I've said that from the beginning of this podcast. I get that. I und I don't need everybody. I don't want everybody. If you like what we do over here, and admittedly, sometimes it can be a little. Uh, boring, but anyway, one of the reviews was, 
I try to listen to cover to cover, and I just can't. It's and they said last week he literally talked about putting Halloween decorations away in his attic and the candy that his daughter likes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I thought. Isn't that good? I mean, I don't. Isn't that every podcast? Like if if podcasts are just people talking, mm-hmm. if some people are talking about I don't know housewives and reality TV, some people are talking about uh, murder and uh, things like that, uh, you know, uh, true crime. Yeah, and you go to the ones you like. I choose to do this podcast, and so far it's been working. I think many people do like it, but admittedly, reading back. He was talking about putting things away in the attic. I'll, I'll agree with you. That doesn't sound great. But, uh, you know, it's just some people you want to hear them talk about putting shit away in the attic. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was only a couple of minutes of me putting. And then, then there's a lot of people hating on the Facebook group we have. Now, that's I have no control. That's you people. You did that. Mm-hmm. That is there's 6,000 people over there, you know, and a lot of them mucky it up with their, their own jokes their memes and stuff. And I've tried. I've I've fought against it very hard. I try to delete some things that I think are corny and, and not but well, I can only do so much, you know. Mm-hmm. So but they say that there are crazy people over there uh on the Facebook page. And maybe that's true. I don't know. Well that doesn't sound like Reddit's calling they, the kettle black. Well, well what Reddit know? says is they you can't on my Facebook page you can't say anything bad about me because if you say anything bad about me, these people will attack you. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. It's, yeah. a, it's like a fan page. Talk bad about the, Heather on her. It's a you fan know. page of the of the podcast. Like, yeah, it's I don't. Know. But anyway, I I don't need. I shouldn't read these things. I mm-hmm. should just move on with my life. And uh, anyway, so that's why we went back to the old ways because we don't want to talk about putting stuff away in the attic anymore. And you know what? To that person who said that, here goes. I got to go up in the attic in a little while, Alex. After we're finished with this, I got to go up there. I got to get it. We have a little couple space heaters up there uh-huh. that we used at the old house. And we think that uh, Beckett's room is a little cool, cold at night. A little chilly. Yeah, so we're going to put one of the space heaters in there. Well, that's nice. Yeah, you know, whatever. And it's a good space. I don't want to hear the stories. You know, we always, in 19... You know, 78, you always, every, around this time of year, mm-hmm. around November. Kill a family. From, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody in the Bronx, one went on the fritz. <laughs> you know, everybody's gone. Yeah. We always, we all, every, I, I can guarantee you every year from November to March, you 10 families mm-hmm. somewhere in the Bronx, you know, go, uh, whether it be a, a dried up Christmas tree or a space heater mm-hmm. or both. Old radiator. They, yeah, right, right. They, they're they gone. But I think they're a little better than they used to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is no, like, some old space heaters, you could literally see, like, the hot coils. Yeah. You know, it, it heated up and you could see, it looked like a stove. Mm-hmm. So you could see how that would light things on fire. Mm-hmm. Now it just blows, like, warm air. Yeah. It doesn't really have any flame. Yeah. So I think we'll be fine. There you go. How's that for starting things off fun? I think it's great. Thank you, Alex. It's just a conversational podcast. Mm-hmm. We 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 fancy ourselves, you know, in in the vein of like a Howard Stern or like the the days of morning radio, where people would just talk about the day and have chop some fun up. with it. You chop it up exactly. We do some pop culture stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, and we will right now. Yeah, here goes. I read yesterday, um, just a couple of things, and I want to say it right now because I want to be the first. If it does happen, I want to say you reported here first. But I read a little blurb yesterday 
Now, we've gotten some misleading information about this person before. Reese Witherspoon. I'll say it right. Reese Witherspoon. Dear friend. Dear friend of mine. We work together a lot. A lot. Dear Mm -hmm. friend. And uh, Reese Witherspoon has recently went through a divorce. And so she's a single lady. And apparently dating currently, that's what they're saying, Kevin Costner. Also recently divorced. Both went through semi semi messy divorces mm, public very public, public very yeah. thank you Alex, very public and uh so now they're saying that they uh, could be dating there's there there's rumors that they're hanging out Reese Witherspoon Kevin Costner mm-hmm. not a bad coupling i mean i think there's a considerable age difference maybe yeah. seems like Costner's much older than her but i guess not i, I would imagine she's 50 and he's probably 64 mm-hmm. that's not too crazy no uh so i could see that one happening I'm all about it. Ooh, Costner's 68. 68, and what is she, 50? Reese Witherspoon. Give me one second. Hey, Costner looks good for 68. I'll yeah, say that. Is. Anyway, well, that's good. Um, so there you go. That's a good one. I'd like to see that happen. She's I'd go. 47. She's really 47? Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see the uh, birth certificate on that one. But I, <laughs> and that could be right. That could be right. Yeah. That could be right. Yeah, 47. Uh, anyway, that's the that's About the, a so, 20-year gap. About a twenty year gap, exactly. Which who cares? I mean, it's, when you get to a certain age, it's like that. That's that gap doesn't really matter anymore. Mm-hmm. When you get to fifty and seventy, yeah. and just, they're both independently successful, right? They're both know. doing pretty well for themselves. Uh, sexiest man alive. You familiar with People Magazine, Alex? Mm-hmm. For years, they've been doing this thing called Sexiest Man Alive over at People Magazine. Yeah, and people get into it. They're into it. Um, it's been going on forever. So much so that I remember. At one time, Nick Nolte was Sexiest Man Alive. Okay. So to show you how long it's been going on, I saw Nick Nolte last year at the Malibu Chili Cook-Off. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this, he it was a noon and he was in his pajamas, and uh, he is not the Sexiest Man Alive anymore. No. Certainly not. He's barely uh, alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, But he was at one time, so it's been going on that long. Mel Gibson, these are the people who've gotten it years ago. Mm-hmm. And we're probably looking back on it like, I don't know, was Mel Gibson our best choice? But who knew? Who knew he was going to have some of the breakdowns he had and, and whatever? That wasn't, it was, it, was about, it was about sexy at the time. I think Brad Pitt's been it twice. Yeah. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal becoming sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. And and I guess they do a thing where the, you could, People Magazine, is that still like, is it going, can you get People Magazine like yeah, off the shelf? I believe like, can you can. Can you buy it like a paper copy? Yes. Of uh, in the grocery store. I th- I mean, I'm People Magazine sure. used yeah. to be, you know, you'd read an article about John Ritter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd be on the cover talking about what it's like to play Jack Tripper, and then the next page would be like a kid who is able to fly a kite with no hands. You know, it'd be like a human mm-hmm. interest story. Yeah, this little guy has no hands, but look at him fly this kite. Mm-hmm. It'd be one of those. Uh, and then a crossword puzzle, something about uh, Suzanne Summers uh, likes antiquing, and you're out the door. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there now. Haven't really picked up a copy of mm-hmm. of, uh, of of the People magazine in a long time. So they are still in print. Okay, I found that. And since 1985, Sexiest Man Alive. Since 1985, that's how long it's been running. Wow. Okay. So you want to hear some of? Well, first of all, here's Glamour magazines. Now, I just, you know, I've been looking up just just sexy men, you know, just, just <laughs> sexy men. That's what I was trying to look it up, and it popped up here. You want to see some sexy men? We'll show you some sexy men. Yeah. Here's Glamour magazines 
uh, sexiest men. I guess this is are uh, they trying to compete, compete. with yeah. with uh, Thomas Hiddleston? They got a hundred of them, one hundred sexy men over Glamour magazine. Uh, okay. Oh, this is an old article. So, but these guys are still sexy. Mm-hmm. Jamie Dornan, who's that? He was in that one about uh, where you know he was with uh, Don Johnson's daughter, uh-huh. and they he, and he tied her up. I remember that. Yep, Jamie Dornan. And then, of course, Thomas Hiddleston. You get the Henry Cavill, uh, Zayn Malik. Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Is Harry, that- yes, Harry <laughs> okay. Styles, Bad Justin Bieber, on and on and on. Okay, here are the sexiest men alive. I guess you could have voted uh, on it mm-hmm. um, this year. Sexiest men alive, two thousand twenty-three readers' choice poll. And these are the people you could have voted for if you went over to People Magazine. You got on the readers' choice poll. Mm-hmm. You ready? You ready to hear their uh, idea of sexiest men? Yeah. And we're not. Gonna, we haven't released who has won sexiest men alive yet. We're going to get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. The person who won is exactly my age. Ooh. So how do you like that, Alex? Take that, everybody who says I'm an old piece of shit. I got news for you. The sexiest man alive is the same age as me. <laughs> so that that's something. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for uh, really. I was um, just trying to putting in know. a uh, uh, Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles is a, that's one mm-hmm. could have voted for him. Could have voted for Keanu Reeves, another old guy like yeah. myself. Could have voted for uh, uh, Ryan. Uh, what's his name? Reynolds? Ryan, no, not Reynolds. The one who played Ken and Barbie Gosling. Oh, Reece, Ryan, yeah, Gosling. Gosling. You could have voted for the guy who's married to Kelly Ripa. Mark Consuelos. Ooh, okay. Could have yep. voted for him. Could have voted for Noah, uh, Trevor Noah. You could have voted okay. for the guy from The Bear. What what is he? What is Jeremy, his name? Jeremy. Yeah, the, yeah. The Jeremy guy, something white. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. White. Jeremy Allen White. Jeremy Allen White. Yes. Uh, you could have voted for Hassan Minaj. Mm-hmm. Good looking guy. Nice had a hair and a Hassan Minaj. Yeah. You could have voted for uh, Joe Burrow, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. You could have voted for, uh, uh, anyway, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody voted for those guys, or if they did, not enough people voted for them because the winner and the sexiest man alive for 2024, mm-hmm. I think it would be. Yeah, he, he's gonna. And what 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 do you have to do as sexiest man alive? Do you have to, do you have to go to Seven Eleven openings and <laughs> yeah. uh, you know you have to appear <laughs> yeah. places? Is mm-hmm. there things you have? Because I know if you win like Miss America or Miss Miss Universe, or something there is a couple of things you have to go to. You have to go to a couple of ribbon cutting ceremonies. You got to meet a few, shake a few hands. Mm-hmm. Do you have to do that as sexiest man alive, or are you free to just live your life? I feel like anyway. The winner is Patrick Dempsey, everybody, yes. which is interesting to me because. I thought Patrick Dempsey was like, is he in the is he in the day to day anymore? Because he's not on. You know, he was McDreamy. Uh-huh. I know him from you know nineteen eighties movies, Lover Boy, and on him. Patrick Dempsey was was a big star mm-hmm. uh, when I was growing. You know, not growing up, I was grown, but I I'd see he I'd see his movies. A big star, mm-hmm. and then he you know, a little bit of a lull there, and then it was uh, it was the Grey's Anatomy. And he was Mick Dreamy. Everyone loved him. Yeah. And then you didn't see him for a while. And then he showed up in a couple of different things. You had a run of rom-coms there. Yeah, like rom-coms yeah. with Maid Reese Witherspoon. Honor, Maid yeah. of Honor. Bridget Reese Jones. Witherspoon. Yeah, Bridget. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Reese, That's right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's in that. And uh, and then now he's like a Grand Prix guy. He's into like car racing and all that. Mm-hmm. Once again, good head of hair. Nice looking guy. 
Nice, look, good-looking 57-year-old man. Anyway, he's sexy from life. People are up in arms, Alex. You were asking if he's still up to much. He did just do uh, Disney's Disenchanted, which was the sequel to Enchant- or, uh, okay, you know, but, the next but, one. But so. I, I feel like when you win this, you have something coming out. Like you have a movie coming out or you have... I feel like it's always tied to something. Oh, Patrick okay. Dempsey has been crowned 2023 sexy from life, but many disagree. This is from Newsweek magazine, from him topping a list of candidates. People are furious. Yeah. Alex. As uh, am I. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you you get it. Yeah. Since 1985, People magazine has created a list of Hollywood's leading men, with one of them declared sex Miller life, was the first to be announced. Met Mel Gibson uh, was the first one, I guess. Uh, Dempsey has been named People's Winner this year, with his announcement coming late to his and Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, although the full list comes out later this week, Dempsey's reveal has been met with backlash online with many saying that the publication was too late and that the star is not relevant anymore. Kind mm-hmm. of what I'm saying. I don't want to say he's not relevant, but it is. I actually thought he had won it already. I feel like back when he was McDreamy, mm-hmm. that's when you should have gotten him as sexiest man alive. Yeah. Um, Patrick Dempsey, uh, the coveted position, sees him on the cover of the next issue with uh, taking the title from last year's win. You know was last year's sexiest man alive? With? So he's no longer sexy, this guy. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh, he's a Captain he America. Well, yeah. he got married, so that's you just become an old piece of shit <laughs> after you get married. Do you know that? Next day, I found yeah. that out in a hurry. Uh, he joins the Hall of Fame, which includes Paul Rudd of past winners, Michael B. Jordan, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Idris Elba. His victory, however, uh, may have come uh, years too late, with social media users stating that he should have won when he appeared on the long-running drama. Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Dempsey played uh, Dempsey played Derek McDreamy Shepherd from 2005-2003 with guest appearances in 2021. Despite his stud title uh, while appearing on the show, he never managed to scoop up the award. Uh, at the time, he was seen... You know, I, I'm going to say this to this person who said I'm boring talking about putting stuff away in the attic. Mm-hmm. How do you like this story? Yeah. I've been... I've been rattling off, rattling on about the the magic sexiest man alive for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty good topic, right? Yeah. Want me to keep going? I would love. Thank what's you. next? Yeah. Well, you get uh, <laughs> this was a, it was a key talking point when people shared the preview of that cover on Instagram. Oh, there he is on the cover. Oh, he's yeah. I mean, he's a good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's him on the cover of Sexiest Man Alive. Yeah. What does he look like in the day to day? I don't know. You know, he's probably fine. Mm-hmm. Is he a tall guy? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't get that vibe. You want to hear what somebody said on on Twitter about this? What? I mean, yes, he is very attractive, but it's not two thousand five. Why couldn't you all pick someone more relevant? That's somebody on Twitter said that. Yeah. You believe it? Yeah. How about another one? How about another twi- tweet? Yeah. X, whatever the fuck it's called. Let me hear an X. Days. Bad choice. He was hot. He was a hot actor like fifteen years ago. It should have been Pedro Pascal or Ryan Gosling. That's what this person thought. I mean, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, also yeah. I mean, but and he's in Barbie, so yeah. he's hot now, yeah. you know. But Ryan Gosling, didn't he have it once? Didn't he do it? I feel like he. But did. I'm looking, Patrick Dempsey. He does have a. He's got an Adam Driver movie coming up, and he's also got a horror movie. Oh, that's right. He's in Turkey Day or yeah. something. That's he. So he does have something. Yeah, out. yeah. He's got some things. Is he in that Thanksgiving? Yeah. Day or the 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 one the, the riot on Black Friday? Yeah. No, it's like a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, that's yeah on Black Friday is. Oh, it's coming out on Black Friday. No, the movie is about uh, a killer. It's about like a a brawl on Black Friday in the aftermath of. Oh, it. is that right? And the killers around that. Yeah. Is that really what it's about? Yeah, I just yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. 
what did, who did they survey? This is another tweet. Who did they survey? Geriatrics? McDreamy is so <laughs> 10 years ago. Pedro Pascal. Everyone everyone is very everyone wants Pedro Pascal to win. Yeah. He's a psycho. And he's very he was very funny on Saturday Night Live. So that's always that always helps. Yeah. We got a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Here I am over here. I believe I have a pretty good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And semi like pretty decent looking for 57. Mm-hmm. Still holding it together. Yeah. I, I didn't even get a sniff. Nobody even like I don't even think I'd get sexy as podcaster. Oh. Well, I I didn't tell you. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you gonna say? I got an email. I no, forgot to no, tell you. No. About. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even. I don't think I. I mean, I'm trying to think of who'd be who'd beat me as sexy as podcaster, but they'd give it to like mm-hmm. you know Bert Kreischer or something. Yeah. You know, just because I, I saw Bert last night. Anyway, we'll talk more about my night. Matt Rife's got to have a podcast. Oh yeah, that's he right. Doesn't he? Yeah. All right, you don't have to say that. Well, to my I mean, face. you win, but no, no, in it's the, too late. It's the too public eye will it's pick too him late. because he's hot right Dempsey now. Dempsey is. Oh, he's in a. He's in that movie Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, and you're right, Disenchanted. Okay, so he's got some stuff coming out. Um. Anyway, there you go. Sexiest man alive. What do you think of that? I like it. Yeah, me too. I'm okay. I, don't, I mean, do I care? Sure. Talked about it for ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of the Met? The Met is it Gala? It's gala, right? Gala. For once and for all, let's say, because I think it's, I'm going to say gala, the Met Gala, mm-hmm. not gala, no. the Met Gala. 2024 Met Gala. We love the Met Gala over here at Cover to Cover. We talk about it. You know, we, we love the, the arrivals, the red carpet arrivals. Mm-hmm. We love uh, when the Kardashians show up and whatever they're coming in. Uh, we love that they're still allowed to come because there was a time when uh, Anna Wintour mm-hmm. was not happy. She didn't want the Kardashians. Well, she did. Somebody didn't want the Kardashians because they felt like they were cheapening the uh, Met Gala. Yeah. And But they now they've become the one that everybody tunes in to see mm-hmm. what they're wearing, you know? And it's always a theme. Um, that's, the, that's the thing with the Met Gala's a theme. Last year was Carl Lagerfeld. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then one year was camp. Camp. And what? But it wasn't the camp we thought. It wasn't like we did, flannels. It wasn't and like tents. Coleman yeah, and and, and toasted marshmallows. Yeah. It was camp, like camp. Yeah, like you get campy, the idea. Like mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, twenty twenty four. They they've uh, they've released the theme of this year's yeah. uh, Met Gala twenty twenty four. It's Sleeping Beauties. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art shared the nature-focused theme Wednesday morning at a news conference with Anna Wintour, Condé Nast Chief Content Officer, and Vogue Global Editorial Director Andrew Bolton. Oh, he, Andrew Bolton was there. Curator in charge of uh, the Met's Anna Wintour Costume Center, Max Holian, and CEO and Director of the Met. We have exhibitions where we try to reawaken costumes in our collection, usually conceptually, None of this means anything to me. By interpretation and juxtaposing historically temporary side by side to sort of mutually inform and enliven each other. Mm-hmm. Did anybody get any of that? Nothing. Uh, but for this one, we wanted to literally re- reawaken the costumes. Oh, Sleeping mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty. She yeah. was real. So that's what it's going to be? Mm-hmm. What is that Jared Leto going to show up in? Because he always comes, like he's, comes in some goofiness. Yeah. He might bring guy. that jacket. 
my little blue jacket yeah. that he gave me. Because I'm I reading don't have here, it. I, I found an article. It says it's not inspired by Disney princesses, but rather treasured garments in the museum's collection. That's what they're saying. They're going to reawaken yeah. it. Yeah. But these garments mm-hmm. are so fragile that they need to be housed in special glass coffins. So oh. people aren't wearing these. I think it's just going to be a display. So okay. Jared Leto's going to have to dig out one of his own prized, you know, his sleeping beauties. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Blue leather I mean, jacket. I hope so. That's all exciting stuff. Uh, and that's a big story going on here mm-hmm. at the uh, Cover to Cover. This episode of Cover to Cover is brought to you by the Cover to Cover Holiday Merch Drop. We got a new shirt. We've got a fun mug. Koozies with my mug shot on them. Something really cool that Olivia and I are super excited about. An advent calendar. It's a 24-day countdown of your favorite cover-to-cover quotes and the corresponding episodes. It's a great way to listen to some of your favorite episodes again and to also hear the stories where some of these things come from. If you want to start that on time, you'll want to get your order in this week. Get your orders in. Just click the link in the description. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Love ya. Okay. Now, the reason I sound like, um, well, well, let me, I went out last night. Mm -hmm. I went out very rare that I do go out mm-hmm. on a Tuesday night. But last night, now here's what I, I, I'm, I believe that I'm turning down too many inv- invites, getting invites to different things. And I just go, uh, and then what happens is if you turn down too many, next thing you know, you don't get them anymore. Mm-hmm. So I got a thing a few uh, days ago, an email to RSVP. You know what that means, Alex? Yeah. Respond to this or something like that. I don't know yeah. exactly. You get the idea. You got to write back RSVP. And, uh, and so I, I, uh, I got one for the 60th anniversary of the Improv Comedy Ooh. Club and uh, here in Hollywood. And it says 60th anniversary. And they're having a big party over at the Improv. And I'm invited. Chris Frangioli, you're invited. Mm-hmm. Uh, RSVP. Reponde s'il vous plaît. Oh, you better believe I did. And I <laughs> I did it. So uh, I, and then I get a call from Heather McDonald and she says, are you going? And this is around 5 p.m. yesterday. And I didn't have it in. I was like, I was, I didn't have it in me. I wasn't, I wasn't cute. I was out gardening. Just, mm-hmm. a, I was a mess. Uh, I was with Beckett all day. Wild, you know? And I say, I don't think so. She goes, I'm tired, too, from she was the all weekend at the uh, Bravo Con and all that. And she says, but I think I want to go. So I talked her into not going. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's not going to be great. It's going to be like employees of the improv. And I don't think there's going to be any big comedians there. So don't bother. She says, I'm so glad I talked to you. And she says, I'm not going. I'm going to bed early. And I'm going to get a good night. So then around 730 I'm a little bored around the house. It's dark, you know, with this daylight savings thing. Mm-hmm. And the, my wife's in bed. Beckett's in bed. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go to this thing. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna call Heather and tell her, but I'm like, I don't want to bother her. I feel like let the let the woman sleep, and she's probably gonna be mad at me that I went. But whatever, I'll talk to her. So I now. Here's how I base this on whether I'm going to go, Alex. Mm-hmm. I, I text you. You text me back four hours later. And uh, <laughs> and and so I, I, I 
He said, I'll take a shower. If I get cute enough, I will go. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm going to base me leaving the house on a Tuesday night at 8 p.m. I'm going to base it on the, my cute factor. So I get in the shower. All of a sudden, out of the shower, I'm, I'm already feeling much better. Mm-hmm. I make myself a double espresso in one of our machines here at the house. I'm ready to go. Now I'm feeling good. Start doing what I would normally do for, you know, a night, a show night. Putting it all together. Getting it all going. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Get You're the getting head. showbiz That's ready. Getting showbiz ready. Putting on the leather jackets. Putting on the, 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 my good pants. The, mm-hmm. the, the pants that look like I got my shit together. Putting on the proper shoes. And now I feel like, oh man. Then the hair comes out as good as it's been in a while. Ooh, Nailed it. Popping. Fent, whatever. The lady over at Supercuts. Killed it this time around. I think it was super good. I'm not sure where I went this time because I waffle sometimes between Fantastic Sam's and Supercuts. Mm-hmm. This might have been a Fantastic Sam's. Well, they're both such reputable places. Exactly. So it's hard Alex. to pick one. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm happy with the look. I think I got what I'm looking for. And I call a lift because mm-hmm. I don't feel like driving. That was like, I don't just feel like driving. It's kind of far. It's over the hill or whatever we say in LA, over the hill. I was like, I don't want to. But anyway, I get in the lift and I go. I had a $36 lift right now. I can handle it. I'm mm-hmm. good with that. Okay. I get to, and oh, and then I call a friend. I text a friend, a comedian friend of mine, Gary Cannon. And I say, Gary, are you going tonight? He says, I am. I'm going to go. And I said, hey, I just put a start to seven. He's like, well, it's, not, it's a party. It's not a show. Mm-hmm. So you can come anytime. I was like, oh, all right. That's good to know. So then I text him like around 7.45. I said, are you there? He said, I am. It's great. Come down. So then I'm now I'm in. So I get in the car and I go over the hill to the Melrose Improv 60th anniversary party. Mm -hmm. And whoa, I didn't expect this. I mean, it was the event of the season. It was the Met Gala of comedians. (laughs) Everybody was there. Everybody. Kathy Griffin, Wendy Liebman, uh, Lonnie Love, Fortune Feimster, all my old friends from Chelsea lately, Ben Glebe, Moshe Kasher, Dan Lee. I saw everybody, everybody. And I, f- I didn't realize, I forgot, I had forgotten, Alex, I don't really, I'm not on the scene anymore. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten what a legend I am on the scene. Okay. A lot of people tell me how great I look, but this is what people, this is what you want, you know? Like people always say, uh, you know, don't, I'm, it is interesting being like on what the review I was talking about earlier. It is interesting because if you live like a normal, like a regular life, I should say normal, regular, whatever you consider it, where you don't have like a social media presence and all that, you don't ever really read shitty things about yourself. But in your if you're in my position, which mm-hmm. is fine, I can handle it. But you do, you read shitty things about yourself. Yeah. A lot. Some people read a ton of them. I don't know how they do it, honestly. I read, I'm for the most part pretty well liked, you know, and there are a couple of people who, who are not fans, and that's fine. But you do read some shitty things. So every now and again hearing, hey, you look good. Yeah. I it it's, feels nice. Who I don't hear that every day. Mm-hmm. And certainly not from my family. 
They hate me. You look good, Chris. No, cut it out, you son of a bitch. But anyway, I walk in. And people you can't like, even come. People are like, you're guy. looking good. You're looking good. You, st- you look the same. You look the from the Chelsea. Le- then I see a lot of like Chelsea lately people, from, like like you know guys who directors and editors and stuff mm-hmm. were there because they they have a 60th anniversary show on Netflix that the improv that they just released that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys all worked on it. They they. So it was the same Chelsea Lilly people who produced that show. So they're there. And these guys were my friends, you know, for 10 years. So I haven't seen them in, since Chelsea Lilly. So that was great. And just that, just chatting with all the comedians. So happy I got out of the house. The plan was to have one Tito's and soda and be home by 10. But then I get there and I didn't realize it was going to be this good. Mm-hmm. Now I'm having fun. I'm chatting. We're having, I mean, my, the, the, you know, just everybody's there. Agents, managers, my agent. I ran into, I ran into <laughs> my agent. I've never <laughs> seen the man in person. One time, <laughs> 10 years ago when I signed with him, yeah. when the chips were down and I had nowhere else to turn, I was about to get a job at the post office. This guy wrote me an email because he was not unlike me. He was starting out after being fired by every agency in the world, he was on on a scrap heap. So he went to every other comedian who was also on a scrap heap <laughs> and took me uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. I probably could move on from him now, but what am I going to do? So anyway, uh, he was there. Ran into him. It's the only second time I've ever seen the man in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and he that was exciting to see him up close and personal. Now, a lot of times when you see, uh, you hear agent, the term agent, yeah, you, if you're anything like me, you create a, a, a look, mm-hmm. you know, and it's probably a look from like a movie, somebody slick, power you know, suit. power suit. Oh boy, my guy is certainly not that. He looks like he's, you know, he works at a, at a Goodwill. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's not, it, it's not what you would think. Yeah. But a nice enough guy and, he seems to be doing fine. You know, he got me, he did get me that gig at a, uh, you know, I did that, remember that thing I did in Batavia? Yeah. No, not Batavia. I did Batavia. a coffee, sh- I did, I did You're like a gift shop. talking about the gift shop in yeah. Mahomet, Ma- Illinois. Mahomet, yeah. Mahomet. Mahomet, 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 Illinois. He got that for me. Yeah. He worked, he, the Yellow and Co., mm-hmm. Yellow and Company, he got that. Yeah. So anyway, it was nice to see him. Uh, you know, my friend Jeff Wills, he runs... Live Nation Comedy, the most powerful man in the comedy business. Dear friend of mine, saw him. I mean, just everybody was mm-hmm. there. Powerful people. Texted Alex uh, to go. He Once again, I looked at my phone four hours later. Still nothing. Um, I think it had been two. He went I to was a, kicking myself. He went to an open mic uh, in Ontario, California. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, listen, I, I know there's going to be a lot of people who could probably do things for my career at this party, but... I'm going to go to an open mic in Ontario. Okay, thank you very much. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't need to be around people who could do something for me. I'd rather go down. I got to, I'm going to go up at midnight in Ontario. I okay, will say thank this. You. I didn't get an invite and I put that place on my back for five years. I just yeah. trudged up a hill. I didn't even know it was happening. You told me it was happening. Well, because they wanted like the big comedians. Yeah, there. I know what if they, they wanted. If they started letting you guys in, it was, it was going to be, it would look like the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was like a sign-up sheet at an open mic, so yeah. they they had to. I mean, I think they had to have a cutoff, you mm-hmm. know. But you could have walked right in. They weren't they weren't policing yeah. it at all. Um, so I'm the co-host of Cover to Cover. Goddamn it! That's why I invited you. Yeah, and you chose not to respond, and that's it. That's your business. I should have went, but you also told me you weren't going. 
I know. And once I'm two hours but, away yeah, in Ontario, that, yeah, it's a... I know, I know. I didn't know you'd be in Ontario. I mean, you Heather McDonald me last night. You, I did. I had, I, yeah, and yeah. then I felt bad because Heather would have liked it, but it was more people like... She doesn't know that scene as well as mm-hmm. I do because I, you know, I, I know all those yeah, guys. It's the grips. It's yeah, the text. Yeah, it's yeah. The... But she would have liked like to see some of the old guys too. She knew yeah. them as well. Uh, so I'll have to call her and tell mm-hmm. that I went and uh, you know what she meant. But anyway, it was fun. I had a great time. So like I said, it was supposed to be. Uh, oh, I want to tell an interesting story about it. I've never really. This is. I'm going to try. I don't want to say a name here, okay? Because I don't want. I want to protect the innocent. Okay. But I ran into this person last night. This person at one time worked on Chelsea Lately. Not a comedian that you guys would know, so don't even try and figure it out. At one point, this person had a complete and utter mental breakdown, which I've never seen anything quite like it. I've dealt with something like this twice in my life with a guy named Brody Stevens, Mm -hmm. who went on to commit suicide a few years ago. We loved Brody. But Brody was a guy who had a lot of problems, issues, whatever. And for some reason, when Brody would go into these- um, Go through phases. Phases, whatever they they call it. I'm not a mental health guy. But I I think if people get off their meds, if they have these Mm -hmm. these type of situations, schizophrenia, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. But uh, episodes, I think they call them. When Brody would have some of his episodes, for some weird reason, Brody would call or text me during mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. I would get weird calls and texts from Brody uh, a lot early on. Um, and I was always, you think, is everything good? And and then, f- strangely enough, like I'd see him Monday at Chelsea Lane, be like, yeah, sorry about that. I'm good again. I was like, okay. Like, I don't really know how all this works. Yeah. But another guy who worked on Chelsea lately, had one that was wild. It was almost like, it was on, he was doing it a little bit on Instagram, and it was shocking to me that nobody seemed to notice. He doesn't have many followers or anything, so I don't think people even really noticed. Oh, that's even worse. He was having like, it was like something, it was like a possession. Like you see people like an exorcist, like exorcist. Uh-huh. He was like talking in another voice, like Susan's here. Oh, hi, it's me, sir. It is on Instagram. He's yeah. like laying on his couch doing this shit. So one day I get a text from Kirkman, Jen Kirkman. She's like, are you getting texts from blah, blah? I was like, "I not yet, nothing. And she's like, I'm getting these crazy, sure enough. Two o'clock in the morning, I start getting texts from this guy. And it's wild. Like, hey, Chris, it's me. Just so you know, Satan's coming to your house, and mm-hmm. he's going to eat your eyeball. Like, this is real. Yeah. This is what he's writing me. And I'm like, you, are you okay? I thought he was, like, joking because he was a comedian, kind of. And uh, anyway, it was just bizarre shit. And sending me videos of him, like, literally saying, this is not me right now. This is Susan speaking through me. Hey, Chris. This is fucking wacko shit. Yeah. Like, ex- Next level. I actually thought, I don't know the guy that well, which is even more surprising why he would even, like, why me? Yeah. Like, I know he has my phone number, but we certainly never were friendly. Mm-hmm. And the same with Brody. Like, I was friendly with Brody, but not the guy, I was not the guy he calls when he's, you know, having an episode. I didn't yeah. think. I thought he'd call you know, better friends than me. But I think when you're having an episode, you don't even know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. So anyway, this guy, I honestly thought, and I don't, you know, not to sound like an ass, I thought he was dead. I really did. I thought, oh, after that, 
I don't know what became I hadn't heard from him in a while. He probably killed himself. Mm-hmm. That's what I assumed. Yeah. I didn't hear anything. Anyway, I walk in last night. He's the first person I see. And he goes, hey, uh, did I text you a, a couple of months ago? And I was like, yeah, you did. Uh, and he's like, sorry about that. Just want you to know I'm better now. And big hug. And I was like, wait a minute. That's it? Yeah. That's how we're going to You got to give me something That's how we're going to brush. You said Satan was coming to eat my eyes one night yeah. at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and we're just going to write it off with a hug. And a, and I like him. He's a good guy. And so then we started to like laugh about it a little bit. Then a, a, a comedian named Eddie Ift came up. And Eddie, I guess, was getting some too uh-huh. at one point. And Eddie's like, were you getting texts from him too? And I said, I was. And so then I was, I said, all right. Now, just a qu- I want to ask you a question. How are you like this now? Yeah. Is this medication? And he says, yes. I'm heavily medicated, and I, I, and I need to be, and that's why I can function. And, that's, and I'm doing and fine. And I said, all right, now let me ask you another question. When you were having, when you were being possessed by whatever you were being possessed by, how did you get my number? Like, yeah. how, how did you come, what do you scroll to get to me? And he's like, I, that I can't tell you. And I said, okay. Let me see your phone. Take my number <laughs> off. I don't know if this fucking medication is going to be uh, good. or I don't know yeah. if, how long this is going to last. I don't need any more of this crazy shit. But anyway, I saw him. So that was pretty wild. He's still alive and he's back to back to work, mm-hmm. you know, doing his business and shit. So uh, anyway, it turns out I didn't have one drink. I wasn't home by 10. Wound up having four, Alex. Four <laughs> okay. Tito. First started Tito's and Soda. Okay. Okay. Free drinks, free everything. Oh, they're oh, saying free. Yeah, drinks. they wouldn't have even let me. Oh in. yeah, they were. They were <laughs> free. Yeah, it was a good, good time. Yeah. So then I went. Then I went Tito's and Sprite. Why not? Try it. Fortune Fiends to turned me onto that. She turned me onto Sprite, and you know, I don't. I'm not a Sprite drinker mm-hmm. or Seven Up drinker. I'm not really even a soda guy. But I was like, let me try and jazz this up a little bit with Sprite. It's real good. Ooh, real good. Tito's and Sprite. Bang. Next thing you know, I'm four in. And then I could feel myself starting to become that guy. And then we had some good times. And I was like, oh, boy, here I go. So then yeah. I have to leave, you know, because I don't want to start causing trouble. Yeah. You know? Your two so, Tito's and Sprite. Yeah, from- yeah, yeah. I started to get sentimental with, like, the editor of Chelsea Lately. Remember the time you edited that one piece? And and he was getting, you know, he starts telling me his backstory. You know, people got some stories to tell. I don't, you know, people are like, how are you doing? And the other thing, which I, in a way is kind of good, mm-hmm. Dustin Yabara comes up to me and he goes, hey, you know, good to see a guy I love. And funny guy. And he's like, where do, you, where, do you, where do you live? I follow you on Instagram. Like, I see sometimes you're on a beach in Malibu. Sometimes you're in this big, gorgeous backyard. I was like, yeah, I live in both. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you think <laughs> I am? You? I'm doing fine. He's like, so you, do, you live in Malibu? I'm like, Sometimes. I have a place in Malibu, if that's what you're asking. Uh, and and then Nick Guara was there and a couple of other guys. And they're like, wait a minute, you have a place in Malibu? Yes, I do, on the beach. I mean, you got to understand, these guys, some of them. I mean, there's now, this party is the biggest of the big. It's mm-hmm. Fortune, Burt Kreischer, yeah. and uh, you know Adam Devine, and all those guys, guys who are doing well. A and lot of mansions in and the it's building. A, and it's another, yeah. it's got some other guys who are barely holding on. Mm-hmm. So the other guys who are barely holding on, are like, I don't understand. How are you doing that? I'm like, listen, don't ask, all yeah. right? Things are going fine. 
Like what, playing the yellow and company and, and Muhammad? That's paying for Malibu? Like, God, I want to talk about it. But anyway, I think people, and which is what it's supposed, that's what Instagram's for. Yeah. To give people a false sense of who I am. I don't, <laughs> this is all bullshit. But uh, so that's, uh, it's working. Mm-hmm. It's working. The false sense of what it's going on is, is, is working on some people. Mm-hmm. That's what we wanted. That seems to be the other thing that we all have in common, me and all the other. We haven't seen each other, many of us, in a, in a while. And we're all like, yeah, I'm following you on Instagram, so I feel like I I keep up. Yeah. And I was the same way. I saw Dan Levy. I haven't seen him in a while. And he's like, yeah, you, you look, you're doing good. I was like, yeah, so I see you look, you're doing good. How do you know? Instagram. Yeah. I follow it. He's like, you know, but you never like my stuff. I'm like, but you get the idea. Yeah. I see. I just, just, know just know that I see it. Feel seen. Yeah, sometimes I like stuff, but yeah, you know, I don't want to look like I'm, I'm stalking you. Yeah. So, but I see it. Uh, but it was fun. Great time. Let me tell you something. Comedy people are nice. I've, they're a good lot, the comedy folk. I've had a good, I have a good group of people that, uh, that I came up with. Mm-hmm. And I like to feel that because I wasn't an asshole throughout my career, I'm semi-well-liked in the business still. Yeah. So nobody's like, oh, fucking friend Joel is here, this asshole. And I get my tote bag, though. I saw some people today posting their tote bag that they got for, you know, coming. Like a 60th anniversary tote bag with, like, a hat and a shirt inside it. I didn't get it. You can get one? I forgot to get it on the way out. Uh, they told me to grab one, but I forgot. At that point, I was forced Spriting yeah, Tito's yeah, and in. Was, uh, anyway, so I didn't get it. Anyway, what are you going to do? Anyway, it was fun. That's why I sound like this, because I can't do it anymore, Alex. I cannot go out anymore. It's uh, it's tough. It is mm-hmm. tough, because I'm gotta. i on duty. I got to take the, 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 my daughter to school. I got to be on. Mm-hmm. And four drinks and midnight is, whew, is rough. Yeah. But I did it. Here I am doing this, and here I am taking people to school. And tonight, I got to pick, today I pick her up at 3 o'clock. She's got divas and dudes. Yeah, man. What's You're that? Gonna, oh, it took you long enough. Divas and dudes. Divas and dudes, yeah. You're not familiar with it? No. It's a dance troupe my daughter's involved in. Oh. Yeah, after school program that she stays stays at the same school, and it's called Divas and Dudes. That's Wednesday. What's Monday? Young Ninjas. Oh, okay. Young Ninjas is okay. Monday. Okay. All <laughs> right. What's Tuesday? Divas and Dudes. No, Tuesday, only one Monday and Wednesday. Just Monday and Wednesday are after school. She does the after school programs Monday and Wednesday. Okay. Today's D- Divas and Dudes. It's a dance thing. That sounds Divas nice. Yeah. So do I they do up... like hip hop dance? Uh, yeah, a little bit. It's okay. a little bit of both. Um, both? I don't know. <laughs> both happen. Whatever dancing. the fuck. You think I ask you know questions? The two kinds of I don't dancing. ask questions. Uh, man, they, they have fun there. And then today we got to go after I take her to tonight, we go to the village up here. Mm hmm. Uh, now, just thinking about this person who doesn't hates like you yeah, online. hates me online going, oh, my oh, no, God, God, here he goes. Here he, here goes. he goes. Telling us about his day. I got to go uh, to the village, which is like an outdoor mall area up here in Woodland Hills. And I take my daughter to get her nails and her toes done. That's our that's our thing we do at every two weeks. I oh, take her right. to the- Little daddy-daughter. Yeah, yeah, we do a little daddy-daughter thing. And the lady's so nice there at this place, mm-hmm. manicure, whatever they, what do they call it? Nail salon. Yeah. Nail salon. You get yours done too? No, I don't. I don't you don't get don't a clear buy. coat? I don't. No, no. You take your daughter I, to get her nails done? I do. I take her to get cute. everything done. And then they put, a, they put a show on the TV for her, so she loves it. She gets to watch the show. Yeah. 
And she gets to put, you know, pick her color. You know the deal. She mm-hmm. gets to put little stickers on. It's a big day. So that's tonight. That's tonight. Last night I was, you know, on the red carpet with some of the biggest comedians in the world. And tonight I'm sitting in a nail salon picking out little pumpkins <laughs> for my daughter to put on her fucking thumbs. But whatever, you know. And what are you going to do? Um, so, oh, my God. I just got a text. I'm just looking at my phone and I got a text from the guy that I was just talking about. Okay. He's, it's not a breakdown text. It's, hey, once again, I want to apologize mm-hmm. for six months ago. Yeah. He, it, so anyway, got well, that. Well, apparently he got your number back, so. <laughs> yeah, you see, he never really deleted it, I don't think. He told me he was going to, but I don't trust the damn thing this guy says. No. Uh, all right, everybody. Oh, one more thing I wanted to discuss. Uh, have you heard about this thing? I guess somebody went on TikTok. Some woman went on TikTok or something and said, this guy is taking me to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, look at me. Do you think I can go to a Cheesecake Factory on a first date? And it became a huge viral sensation. Yeah. Uh, and a debate whether what is good for a first date and what isn't. So much so that it made it today into the mm-hmm. food section of the Washington Post. Is the Cheesecake Factory a first date spot? And a big uh you know article about it uh list of places that women supposedly find unacceptable locations and also important events went viral last week people had strong feelings about it the 30 bullet list which was first posted facebook by 40 year old truck driver jeremy fike he's the one who originally posted it okay. uh included a number of chain restaurants as well as a more uh generic destination such as church or somewhere that requires a long drive these are things that you should not do on a first date, mm-hmm. okay? Of those alleged taboos, none seem to elicit more attention than number one, the Cheesecake Factory, a California-born uh, chain known for its uh, lengthy menu, avocado egg rolls, and gleefully over-the-top decor of Egyptian-style columns and faux Victorian woodwork. I got guy, you get it. Uh, what takes someone... Anyway, what do you think, Alex? Is that... About you, the Cheesecake Factory? Let me ask you a question. Do you remember a first date with Olivia? You mm-hmm. went on a first date? Did you go, well, oh, no, I know, I know, I know, you know, where we I went. know it, this. I don't, I know this is a bad idea asking him this question. I want to say up front, I'm going to continue this line of questioning, but I want the audience to know that I'm, I know it's a bad idea. I know he's either going to give me a funny answer or cutesy answer i'll give you the or it's sad gonna be truth. some i'll give you the sad concert truth. like a like a concert that of, of somebody nobody knows alex do you remember where you went on a first date with olivia yes can i set the scene or do you just <laughs> absolutely you don't you better set the scene go ahead first date was supposed to be saturday evening we were gonna go get some drinks at one of my favorite kind of like hollywood spots but you don't even really drink yeah, but I was but you, I was you, dating. You were trying to show yeah. yeah, yeah. What so, am I gonna? How many drinks can you put down? These after, and what would so, you drink if you sat and drank? Like if say you were going, what did what did you drink or do you drink? If I have to keep my wits about me, like if I'm on a date, uh-huh. I'll go light beers, honestly. But okay. I'm a you know I'm usually a, a whiskey and something oh, guy. Okay. You know I like it. All right, so go ahead, keep going. So uh, anyway, we were supposed to go get drinks on like a Saturday, and we had. Uh, done like a midnight open mic we'd run into each other at and uh like the thursday before that and so our first date was just kind of very spontaneously at like two in the morning like hey let's go get food okay 
And this was during COVID when a lot wasn't open anyway. Yeah. Two in the morning. Not much. And you're coming from like a comedy show? Coming from a comedy show. Okay. All Denny's. Okay. But I was 2 a.m. But it was 2 a.m. during the yeah. pandemic and it wasn't a lot open. Yeah. Okay. But it was a Denny's. It was that Denny's in Hollywood near your old, you know, near where near where you used to work down on, what would it be? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, it's. Yes. It's gone now. Terrifying. Isn't it? No. One on Sunset? No, I guess it'd be like Hollywood and uh, just that side of the freeway. I know. But, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Vermont or something. Yeah. Not yeah. good. Oh, okay. So that's so, where it went. Yeah. All right. But that was the scene. 2 a.m., not a lot of options. Uh, yeah. I know okay. I'm going to be judged for it. No, you're but... not, because it is. A, it, it was a different time. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't, there wasn't a lot of place to go to it. But I don't think, now I'm going to say this about Cheesecake Factory. I, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. I've talked mm -hmm. about it before. I don't mind it. I've sat at the bar at one of them many times and I've always enjoyed it. Yeah. Like the brown bread, like the uh, certain, you know, skinny menu they give you. You know, mm -hmm. I never order from that menu, but I look at it. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, they, they're quick on the iced tea refills and you always got a game on. What's the problem? And anyway, what there's what this person is saying in the Washington Post is, is it here's a, why it's good to go there on a first date. Uh, because everybody has a story and it could lend itself to some conversation. Mm. You know, like. When was I went to a cheesecake? The last time I've been to a cheesecake factory yeah. was at a Sweet Sixteen party when I was a little, you know, a kid. And they go, "Oh, I went to one." So right away, already you got a little something going on. Yeah, you could joke about it. You could say it's great. So I don't think it's the worst place in the world. No. Um, I'll the, tell you how the to make church it, sound that, like that sounds. That's like a one bad that, first yeah, date. Yeah, first date church. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? I would say this is you want to kill a first date. You don't do Cheesecake Factory, but you do dessert there. You go one more drink, and we'll split a piece of cheesecake. Whoa! After dinner, because okay. now you get all the conversation around Cheesecake Factory. And you could Factory. pull that off, like in a you know, sometimes in a mall they have all of it. Yeah. They have a Cheesecake Factory, and also have. I mean, who knows? I don't know anything about first dates. Mm -hmm. I was never good at. To be honest with you, and I'm I'm almost not joking when I say this. I don't even remember. Like ever going on first dates ever? Yeah. Like it was like a weird. I grew up in an era where you you went out, you've met somebody at a bar, you hooked up, and next thing you know, you were kind of weirdly dating. And you three know, you months never, later, you were just in their apartment. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, you, know, you never. It was never like an exclusive. Like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? I'm mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna go to the cheesecake or wherever. It just not the way it was. At least not that I remember. With my wife, I think we went on a date. Like I went. Do you know where? Up. First date. Our first date was Black Market, which is on Ventura Boulevard in like okay. uh, Sherman Oaks. It's a, actually my buddy Carl's part owner of it. Uh -huh. Not that that matters, but you know it's it was a good good spot. Yeah. Everyone loves Black Market. It used to be. I shouldn't tell my wife. I didn't. I think my wife knows this, but it was a bit of a spot for me. Okay. Before my wife, I took. You weren't the first girl I've taken mm -hmm. a black market. Yeah. Okay, let me just say it was that a good, it was a good date hang. It's because it's like a you know not a club, but it's yeah, a, it's it's a you get people at the bar. It's mm -hmm. a good it's a good spot. Anyway, that was where we went. But I always you know I feel like you just before okay. that yeah it was just hooking up and and next so, thing you know question do you remember your second date like do you follow that up with somewhere else nice or do you follow that up with like you know. Drinky brunch or like a what I do you think, what I do you follow I, it up with? 
Something well, in the fun? case in the case of uh, with my wife, I think both of us was like uh, both of us at that point were like, we, let's move this thing along. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm old, you're old. Uh, we've already been down the road many times of you know <laughs> dates. Yeah. So we we kind of we kind of moved it along quickly. It was mm-hmm. like that that we've been on like one bar date, one restaurant date. We're good, right? Next yeah. thing you know, we were like. Moving in together, so uh-huh. it was it, it was quick. Who Because you guys ended up getting your last place together, right? We bought the, we bought we lived in an I, I had an apartment uh-huh. that my wife and and my wife had a house. She moved from her house into my apartment for a little while. Mm-hmm. Then we bought a house together. We were not married yet, but we bought a house together. Nice. Uh, then we were married. Then now we bought this house. Now we have. <laughs> <laughs> now we have four homes <laughs> so it's yes yeah. yes it's uh it's quite a portfolio oh i thought you were gonna say crippling debt but... <laughs> no well that too uh yeah but anyway uh yeah it's, so that's how it all but uh yeah. it is a f- an interesting debate uh this thing that i see mm-hmm. all over TikTok or whatever else. I so. mean, I say if you go and you pick her up and you put on a collared shirt and you smell nice, you take care of yourself, you pay for everything, take her wherever. You know, I mean, sh- I think it's more about who you are on the date than what you do. Well, on that's the date. exactly what this article says. It's like if you're gonna rule out guys or girls mm-hmm. for taking you to a cheesecake factory, you might be ruling out some pretty good contenders. Yeah, you know, because you might get some douchebags who go, "I'm going to take you to the best restaurant in the city." Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this douchebag. I know a little spot. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, that could be a little douchey. So mm-hmm. you never know. You got to feel it out. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in that world anymore. Thank the Lord. Yeah. And if anybody, you listeners are, you know, God bless you. I think um, I have a question. I, you seem Go ahead. like you might, because I feel like it with dating and kind of what this article is hinting at. Mm-hmm. Why do people shame chain restaurants so bad? There's like you know, a hatred of chain restaurants. I believe, uh, yeah, and we did in my like my father was never like he hated chain restaurants. Yeah. He never liked to eat at a chain restaurant either. So which is why we couldn't kind of like we everybody like kids love chain restaurants. Mm-hmm. I think I don't yeah. know. I believe it was because they had a bet. You know, a lot of shit's just craps, like frozen shit. Yeah. Some places are better than others, but for the most part, I mean, let's face it, the stuff is just like frozen uh, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I don't, you know, who knows? I, I don't really know. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where it becomes a joke. As a guy who worked at Sizzler for many, many years, I, I, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not happy about it. About yeah. the, these people uh, shitting on chain restaurants. <laughs> it, it, Appalled. Uh, yes. It, it, created the person i am today mm-hmm. so anyway there you go everybody what can we tell you uh that's cover to cover for a thursday i am coming back on the road so you don't have to worry about me talking about putting away things in my attic anymore or dudes and divas or anything like that because i'm getting back out there mm-hmm. i am heading to raleigh good nights in raleigh north carolina november 15th next wednesday i'll be at good nights there are some tickets left i gotta be honest with you people in raleigh you begged me. You said, "Please, Chris. It's been a while, and um, I would, I would like a few more being sold. It's good, but it would be nice if a couple more." And then I go to Charlotte the next night, which is doing well. People of Charlotte are the greatest. I love it over there. So uh, that's the sixteenth uh, November, and then I go to the Comedy Vault in Batavia, which was amazing last time. I'm only doing Friday and Saturday. I'm no longer doing Thursday. Just Friday and Saturday night, nice. December first and second. And then hilarities, 
helium and buffalo. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a I got a message from the people of from the Buffalo Club. Yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew the email was coming. And um it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I don't know what's I don't know what what I don't know what it is about Buffalo and the upstate New York area, Syracuse and these places. Mm-hmm. They just are not fans of me talking about putting away that person who probably wrote that is probably from <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah. So they said, "Hey, do you mind if we put uh, do like a you know like a tickets sale thing? We do it for a lot of shows, you know, because I I don't know if the this helium buffalo is killing it for anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, we do like a thirty percent off thing a week before, and it usually helps. And then he goes, "We've already we've sold fifty seven tickets," and I was like, "Oh." That's not so bad. Yeah. Like it's three weeks away. Like, give it. Yeah. We I got mean, some I want, time. You, you could do, I don't mind you putting a, a little bargain on a ticket. That's fine. Go ahead and do it. But 57 is not, not the worst. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like it to be two, 357, but I got to understand, uh, you know, I know who I am. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, we had a lot of talk about that last night with my comedian friends, you know, just, just who's doing what and how and why. And, you know, that's a, the thing comedians love to discuss. Uh, so that's on the 7th of December, Buffalo, Heli- uh, Helium, and then Governors in Levittown, nice. uh, back on Long Island, doing a go- love. I've been having fun with my Long Island shows. They've been mm-hmm. really fun. This one's Levittown. I've never played this Governors before in Levittown. That's December 9th. It's a Saturday night. No excuses. You tell, oh, sometimes you're during the week and we can't make it. Well, this is Saturday night at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. What more do you want from me? And then the Stadium Theater. In Rhode Island. Yep. Not the Stadmium, as the I said stadium. for the first two months. It's the Stadium Theater, and it's only 11 tickets left. So nice. that's in Rhode Island, and, and then Comedy at the Carlson. Um, and that's how I end my year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the end of the year for me as far as stand-up goes. Um, thank you for listening to Cover to Cover. Thank you for giving me uh, at least this so I can walk into – parties at the improv and not feel like a complete loser like things are going well and you know comedians we all know what what people are each other's doing because you kind of keep an eye on other people's careers and there was Mm -hmm. a lot of people going things are going well for you huh and i'm like yeah sure i mean there's things are going well for other people better than me yeah you know but uh things are going well i feel like i just read this guy andrew schultz just sold out like two nights at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> and it's great. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm good with it, but I, and I, because I, this guy's the director for Chelsea Lately was there last night and we're talking. And uh, he actually, like, when we toured together, Chelsea and myself, he came and did like a documentary on us mm-hmm. for one of the tours. And he followed us around about 10 cities. And I was telling him how much I enjoyed this documentary because i one of the few people who actually have a copy of it. It was yeah. never released because it was supposed to be on E. It was when Chelsea Lately was at its height and they were going to do this touring video and show it like as an E movie, you know, like, and Chelsea Lately tour, almost like Taylor Swift's thing. Just, you know, story, not to compare yeah. the two, but you get just to make it seem like you. Anyway, uh, and I watched it. You know, when it, nobody saw it, nobody, he finished it and they showed it to E and at the time, E, this is a different times. They did not want it to, they did not want Chelsea to be seen in that light Mm -hmm. because she was really drunk in a lot of it. Yeah. And like 
really drunk. Mm-hmm. And it, but it was it, in a good way. Like it was you you wanted to see the whole package of the tour. And it was private jets and it was and they're like, I don't know, it's not a good look. We don't think it's so anyway. They scrapped it. They just threw it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. But I have a copy. And I was telling him this. I was like, it's good. And now I see, I watched this guy, Andrew Schultz, and honestly, all of these guys who get to a certain level, Nate and uh, and Bert Kreischer and all these guys. And they, they're doing this movie. I, mm-hmm. I told him, I said, they're doing hype videos for their tours. They show the private jet. They show the crowds. They show the... And it's all, you know, shot Joe Coy. It's all mm-hmm. shot quickly and edited quickly. There's music behind it. It's exactly what you this guy did 12 years ago. And I told him, I said, you were doing it before anybody was doing it. Because he's like working sporadically now. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I'm like, you should be fucking talking. You should be doing hype videos for these people. Because you, you're great at it. You're the originator of it. I mean, before... Any of the, not to pat me or Chelsea Handler or this guy Johnny on the back, before any of these assholes were doing any of this shit, we were doing it. Mm-hmm. Private jets, Chelsea Handler, we were the first one private jetting to shows. Ar- arena, the size, that that size, arena, mm-hmm. we were the first ones doing that. I mean, I, it wasn't me, it was Chelsea. Chelsea, first one doing it before anybody was doing arenas, Chelsea Handler was, I mean, there were one or two, maybe Andrew Dice yeah. Clay, but that was about it certainly the first woman mm-hmm. uh, might be still the only woman. I mean, I know Amy Schumer's done a Madison Square Garden or two, but uh, yeah, so that's what I was telling. That's See, that's why I had to leave. This is fourth Tito's and Sprite, and now I'm like, You're like and we're we, were better. The, we were the first people to do it. <laughs> These people are... And so then I was, that's I know when it's time to go. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I was trying to tell... And he's like, well, why don't I hype you up? He's like, why don't why don't I make videos for you? I'm like, why why hype me hype me hype up what? I the uh, yellow and Mohammed, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, a, I had nothing to hype up. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, that's why you need the hype. I'm like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but what am I gonna do? Like, I have a drone shot of me standing in front of a half filled Helium <laughs> Comedy Club in Buffalo. Like, it's just, you know, yeah. I, I know where I'm at. Yeah, uh, and I'm perfectly ha- comfortable with my with my lot in life right now you know Mm -hmm. which is why i could say things like if you don't like me talking about putting halloween decorations in the attic don't listen Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not campaigning to be most popular podcast of all time i'm gonna do what i do and if people listen they do and if they don't then i'm out of the game and that's fine too Mm -hmm. been doing this shit a long time but you guys thankfully like it, I think, and uh, here we go. We're still rolling along. Thank you, Alex, for your uh, uh, gripping story of your first date. Uh, we were all hanging on the edge of our seats. Uh, what was your second date? I think uh, it was probably Jones. I think oh, that, that be quickly became that still our spot, around? dude. So during her and I had started going there during COVID, uh-huh. and it was kind of like the spot. Love that place. And then one of the uh, one of the like you know L A whatever you know called it like one of the best romantic post COVID dates. Yeah. And ever since then you haven't even now you oh, can't even get in. Used but to be my spot. Over there. It was I used to love that. Yeah, place. I was there twice a week for a while. All right, yeah. all right, everybody. What do we got to get out of here on Alex? This Anything one, fun? This one is uh, for your buddy. I hope his meds continue oh, to stabilize boy. So him. Do I. Let's see what his text says. Hold on. Classic. Ooh, little Tom, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Yes. 
great song. Okay. Okay. Any gold in there? No, no. not right. <laughs> yeah, he's just saying sorry about, like, sorry about all that. But it's like a group text. It's like I'm on it with like several other people. <laughs> all right, whatever. Who knows? Um, beautiful. All right, everybody. Bye bye. Your eyes give you away Something inside you is feeling like I do You said all there is to say the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.